What's going on, everybody? Welcome to this new episode of Brain vs. the Universe. Of course, um, thank you guys for listening in. Thank you guys for being along with us, going along this journey with us. Um, of course, go ahead and like and subscribe. Um, we're going to have our YouTube channel. It's going to be listed in our details as well. So we do have that for all of our live footage, um, as well as go ahead and leave some comments down there uh, if you haven't have any thoughts about some of the topics that we went over today, um, as well as... Um, if you have any um, conversational pieces that you think we should go over, um, as well as um, thank you guys, of course, for always listening in. I'm going to drop it to this episode in two seconds. Um, but outside of that, thank you guys for being a part of this. Um, thank you guys for being a part of the community that we're creating. Um, and we'll drop in in one, two, three. Peace. What's going on, guys? Welcome to Brain vs. the Universe. We are at episode 16, I think now. Um, how's everybody feeling? We're at episode 16? Yeah. 16 episodes, man. 16 episodes in. No shit. Well, that's cool, man. Yeah. Was that more or less than what you were thinking when you initially heard that? I think I probably would have said... Less. No, I think I would have said more. Wow. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've kind of edited a bunch of episodes. It would yeah, be a lot we more, have. but right. We've recorded a lot. And yeah. Haven't used some stuff. So yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I guess yeah. But 16. man, we're sixteen in. 16, sixteen deep, man. Sixteen, 16 in. coming in, yeah, man. We're figuring some stuff out. You know, I want to decorate this table again or more so. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What you want to put on it? I dev- I got to get thinking? that Jordan jersey in here first of all. Well, we want to hang that up, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I bought some tacks. They just weren't thick enough for the jersey. Mm. So that's all we got to get is some tacks. Prominently. Yeah, the Tony Satchery is right always there. hometown. <laughs> no. Actually, we need to slap, slap your mama. Everything. Slap your mama. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, YouTube, but I mean, it's it is a real brand. Exactly. Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool if we were sponsored by Tony Satchery oh. one day? Or slap your or mama. Or slap your mama. They're from we Lake have, Charles. We have a little bit of a connection to slap your mama. We this do. is true. We a do. A little bit to the brand. We do a little bit, but. Hey, at us. Man. We'll feature you prominently. Oh, we will. Oh, we'll use products. Don't worry about <laughs> that. We'll use, we'll, we'll use products, man. For sure. Uh, but, all right. These right, Californians right. don't know about them barbecue oh, no. Chesapeake crabs. Not right? at all. They don't even know what a Chesapeake oh, but crab is. But they're going to learn. They're going to learn for sure. They might know what that is, actually. <laughs> I had this conversation the other day with uh, some members at my gym. Mm. Uh, they're Armenian. And so we were talking about food and cuisine and stuff like that. And uh, barbecue came up. And I always get the, oh, you're from Texas. So you yes. probably really mm. you know, know and love barbecue. And I'm like, I love barbecue, of course, because all humans, I haven't met a person who don't like barbecue. No. I haven't found this person yet. Yeah. Uh, vegans maybe but yeah vegans maybe. Maybe. yeah sure that'll be the shout out to you guys <laughs> yes meat eaters i haven't heard a single one say i don't like barbecue no. right um uh <laughs> they they had never had gumbo before or crawfish or jambalaya yeah, none, of that, none of that stuff Cajun, right no. i was like y'all just wait y'all just wait <laughs> y'all know what's coming when we open this spot I'm inviting y'all, man. That family's been very good to me, those folks. Mm-hmm. So they're getting invited. All the one on the list? Yeah, you're going to be on the, yeah, open tonight. They, they're going to be there. See, this, right. this is something I was thinking, you know, Channel Inn and, and Sartan Seafood, shout out to them back in the day, Southeast Texas, mm-hmm. all the way back to Sartans, P-A. man. The original Sartans. Um, they had, like, VIP cards. So when you were there, you can get all you can eat mm. for the oh. same bundle. Right, like you want all you can eat crabs? Yeah, like you know. And every once in a while, they do it for the whole 
for the whole party. Yeah. You know, like a Friday night or something like mm-hmm. that. But your VIPs always, if they get the big platter, it's yeah. unlimited. Did who did they just give the VIPs out, or did you have to it pay was pe- for it, or was it like an exclusive? No, it was more like it was the way you networked. When Tom Landry, came yes, 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 it was the way you networked. When Emmett Smith came, when they were people were in town, they knew <laughs> they could go there and get yeah. all the crabs and seafood and gumbo. Yeah. They could yeah. stuff their faces with yeah. beer too. Yeah, it was like a platter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and it was the biggest thing you had because once you had about a hundred people in your VIP, mm-hmm. they were there all the time. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. and then tourists. If you're in L- if you're in LA, you're gonna get tourists and family members and people trying it. Uh-huh. They don't get the VIP. They're not yeah. expecting that. I done told y'all because it's an experience be out here serving gumbo with a shovel. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, these barbecue <laughs> a crabs. Shovel, I tell you, <laughs> barbecue crabs is gonna blow some minds. Oh, yeah, yeah, they don't. They, they, they've never had that before. No, no, no. Yeah, it's gonna be like you know how when boba got put in, we're gonna make barbecue crabs. Like boba, because <laughs> no one knows. I don't know if I don't, I don't know if I like, like bobas. I don't know if I like the name. We don't know if I like. If we're so lucky, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yes, yes. Yeah. We, <laughs> right, we hope to be as successful as boba has been. Yes, yes, yes absolutely. Even a quarter, even right. a quarter, we would be uh, taking. I mean, we'd be the we'd be it'd be the hottest crabs in town. Yeah, true. Because yeah. boba, man, people are like. Boba's like Starbucks. I yeah, mean, I don't totally get it. I but, you know, <laughs> I'm sure it's good, but we people be tripping. It, it ain't, really, mm. ain't that good. All right. Nah. Anyway. But no, nah, let's go ahead and go into some of the stories for today. So one of the stories that I came across, um, kind of interesting. Wasn't really expecting it, but um, there was a situation that happened in Sacramento at a Christian school. Um, and two kids were kicked out due to their mother having... Drum roll. An OnlyFans account. Godly. <laughs> Reprehensible. The big jowl neck motherfucker. So the reason big for Fox them news looking motherfucker. deciding to have these kids expelled is because there is a handbook that undoubtedly for this Christian school that has to be abided by by both the students and the parents. Mm-hmm. And the person that actually gave out this information, which I just read, they just updated on this. Mm-hmm. So one of the mothers of the school shared the information with the pres- with the principal of the school. So she shared the photos from the OnlyFans account, all the information from the OnlyFans no account. no good, jealous, caring ass bitch. To the principal of the school. That's the only Hating. way they found out. Because at first That's people what that is. weren't Hating. sure. Okay. They even got the information. That bitch was hating. Several questions. (laughs) That bitch was hating. Yeah. That ain't in question. (laughs) No, you're paying. Okay. First of all, it's a Christian school. It's not free school, right? They're paying to go to this school. It is a private school. Yeah. Okay. So they're paying the tuition. The woman's got to make some money. You know. That tuition be expensive, Uh, man. You you send your kid to public school before you just you know. Would you? Yeah, before you do before that. You do that, for Christ's sake. Well, hold on. Hold on. I'm going to play devil's advocate. I'm going to defend this woman. Okay? So, hold up. I don't know all the details. Of before okay. you defend, okay. Okay. let me okay. give you a little bit more information. So, okay. Okay. the reason why she created the OnlyFans account, she did let this uh-huh. out. Uh-huh. The reason for this is because she was going through menopause and she wanted to feel sexy again. Yeah, that's it. Menopause. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> We're not talking about somebody <laughs> our age here, guys. 
Ty, I, hey, but can I stop real quick? Ty totally thought, guys, for anyone that's listening to this, this is a 26-year-old hottie that had an OnlyFans account. No. And then I'm just sitting here hating, like, come on, man. You never know. People want to get that shit. She could oh, be hot no. still. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Or, I mean, she, she's all right. She could be having a midlife crisis, too. <laughs> No, that's Nobody exactly wants what, to fuck me anymore. That's kind of that's kind of what, what happens, that sounds yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! I was trying to help. So I was trying to play devil's her advocate. And her husband at least. made this account together. Together. Okay, so they're both on it. Yes. Having sex. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Having sex with your spouse. How old's the that's kid? Bad. The kids are I think either somewhere around maybe ten, twelve. Yeah, it's too old, man. See, people I was making to, fun of me with about my mom at ten and twelve, so I can yeah, only imagine. I, I I was about to make this same case. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually I saw an interview the other day with porn star Riley Reed on the oh. No Jumper uh, it, uh, podcast, and some of y'all don't be ashamed. Y'all know who Riley Reed. Y'all is. know who Riley <laughs> Reed is, motherfuckers. Uh, uh, and she she told a story that she had heard about uh, this director and porn star. Mm-hmm. Who had had a son, and she said, like, you know, she had not even done any scenes in like ten years, and her son was like twenty eight at that point. And the son told her a story. His mother, ex porn star, now porn director, that he went over to a friend's house in high school, and the friend's parents pulled him into their living room and played one of his mother's videos in oh, front of him. Oh man! Of course he did, and made him watch it. Jesus! And like. Berated the kid because his mom was it's fucking on camera. Point. I'm like, yo, what the fuck, bro? That's, for that. that's literally that's li- movies back in the 80s. Yeah. That's what they did in the movies. And she oh said, she was like, this is. She said, this is absolutely a reason why girl next door. I had. I would like to have yeah. kids, but I've been on. I've I've done gangbang scenes, and that would be tough for a kid to deal with, especially. Mm. A, I'm sorry, but 13 year old boys. Yeah. When you yeah, get you to that, back when you that. get to that age, them nah. boys are fucking ruthless. They'll oh, tell you porn. Let, let me let me make a good analogy. Your friends find out your mom is a porn star. Right, you're gonna have, you're gonna you know you're gonna get roasted. For anyone that yeah. thinks we're just having a male perspective on this, I know. If I anyone, know yeah, right, but listen, so. if anyone has a, a male figure in your life that went to like Vietnam or something, there's an analogy that can be drawn here. Like, you are incapacitated from certain conversations because they're too sensitive. Like, if your mom's being fucked on OnlyFans, mm. you ain't going to talk about porn with your friends. You, no. You've lost that card. Yeah. You're not in the locker room with the guys. You're not going to joke about having sex with a girl. You've lost the card. You never were given the card. Vice versa. You're not going to talk about war when your daddy was in a war and killed people. Same thing. To me, it, 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 it's the same thing. And it's just as taboo, right? If... If, if some asshole is going to take advantage of that, that's all I'm saying. Right. Mm. I, I was going to. I disagree with it. Like I don't. Right. I don't think that the that any kid should. You know. Like that's that's got nothing to do with that kid. Yeah. They didn't, he's removed. They from didn't that. fuck on camera. You so know? even if you have something against that, the kid wasn't responsible. So why take it out? Take it out on them. Mm-hmm. That's silly. So I don't know about you know expelling the kids from yeah. the school. Uh, Middle of the school year, you, know, you have to find somewhere else for them to go to school at. So. You just fuck the kid. Yeah, yeah. I, it is a, a private school. Not to, think I, about it. You, you work at a gym, right? Right. So people, if they couldn't either pay the membership or they slept around with too many people, and it caused the the end of the world or something like that, those two things would be a problem, right? Yeah. You know, and and back in the day, it'd be a witch, right? 
Right. Yeah. 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 I'm just, yeah. just, just trying to like business wise. Yeah. For anyone listening to this, we went to public school and we're talking like we're talking about a public school where everyone has yeah. this right and it's their privilege. No, it's not how private yeah, schools no. work. And when yeah, it comes to again, a private school, it's all about image. I wouldn't say they have a right to be there. I just don't know that I would. I don't know. If I was at principal, I'd, I strongly doubt that's the conclusion I would have came to was to expel the kids. I'd have been like, well, fucking mm. guys, what y'all want me to do? These people, I mean, you know, I understand. I it's a Catholic school. I get it. Yeah. What if the shareholders, but, the other parents said, you have to fire the kids and we'll fire you? That could have also happened. Uh, that could have happened. If that's Almost case, certainly that's what happened. If that's well, the case. Um, if they've all examined, well, I'd bet, videos. I'd, bet my, I'd bet my left hand that's what happened. Yeah, because I know people that went to private schools and they got expelled for far less. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, people got uh, expelled for like bankruptcies and families. uh, You know, I think it's all silly. I think it's all silly. I mean, I agree with you from a humanity. From my perspective, I agree with you. Right, and that's the conversation that we're having is... uh, We're talking like libertarians here, though. Right. That's totally not what these people are, though. And we're also both like playing devil's advocate back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Right, like, so, yeah, I think we're on the same page still. Um, that sucks for those kids, though. It does, you know. It really it sucks. does having to start basically over at whatever school you're going somewhere go else. Because moving schools, look, that shit. I feel for kids who had to move around a lot because the little taste of it that I had mm-hmm. was tough. And you know when it came, Hurricane Rita, seventh grade. I know it was gone for. How long were we gone before we came back? I enrolled in the Hampshire for that probably two, about a good two months. months bro. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you enroll somewhere else? No, never did. Uh. Uh-uh. I did two days. I I was so. Oh man, that's probably. Oh man, that was a. That was, that's probably the second toughest time I can remember, um, dealing with that much. And number change. one would be my dad mm-hmm. passing. I think mm-hmm. I almost enrolled into like a Dallas school out in um, Pluto, Plano, Plano, Plano. Texas. Yeah. yeah. So what I'm talking about here, we we like to do some storytelling here. Yes. On, uh, the BVU podcast. Yes, sir. Uh, a major part of our lives growing up were hurricanes. And prior to our generation, hurricanes hit Southeast Texas, where we're from, every so often. And when I say every so often, I mean pretty widespread. They yeah. they hit very rarely. 50-year um, storms hit three years apart from each other. Mm-hmm. Yes. Perspective. Right. So to, to I, I guess, expound, expound on that, uh, a 50-year storm means a storm that comes around every 50 years as far as strength. Uh, they happened three years apart when we were kids, seventh grade and then 10th grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that those hurricanes kind of mark like periods in our lives. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. And all the people from where we're from, it's like a very, because it's such an odd experience having to evacuate. Everybody's got to go. And Clear sitting in a car. city. And that first time, that was the first time we had to evacuate in a long time, so it wasn't handled very well either. No. <laughs> no. What you also have to consider is, you know, what, 40,000, 35,000 people 35, trying people. to escape, get out of a small town all at the same time? Yeah. It's more There's like two highways. It's honestly more like <laughs> one highway a leads you to Houston. That's going to be even worse traffic, and you're not going to really get out of there. It, it was taking people a couple upwards hundred of thousand. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was taking. It was taking upwards of. The drive from Port Arthur, where we're from, to Houston is 90 miles, roughly, so about an hour and a half. Yeah, between. Hour and 15. 
it was taking people six, seven, eight hours to get mm-hmm. from Port Arthur to Houston because the traffic was so bad. Yeah. To the degree people ran out of gas on the side of the road and were yeah. just stuck there. Right. It was very bad. And then the storm hit. That was all before that shit even got there. Right. We went up to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. We went straight up. We actually managed to skip most of the traffic. We didn't hit uh, much of it. Wow. And funny story about our evacuation: we had, uh, you know, we had a few dogs, uh, Peppy the poodle and uh, Bear the chow. And Bear was a dog we kind of inherited from my uncle. We had a, do- a chow named Bear too. No so- shit. Yeah, <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> they look like bears, man. It's an obvious name. Uh, and this idiot. He wasn't well adjusted because he wasn't, you know, like properly socialized with people and uh, other animals, especially. And so we had him on a chain in the bed of my brother's truck. And we're driving and people keep like honking their horns and we're going, you know, we're all looking around like they honking at us. What the, you know, what, what the hell? <laughs> What's going on with these people? The Disrespect you. <laughs> alongside us and they're like waving us down. So finally we like got Worried and pulled over, and the dog was hanging over the edge. <laughs> oh man! By his by his collar, he had jumped. O- he had just enough rope to jump over and then hang. And oh my ping, god! Ping off the back of the. <laughs> I'm sorry, oh, I shouldn't be laughing, bro. Just bouncing oh. around. I'm like, oh, oh my, my fucking this dumbass dog, <laughs> jackass, jumped out of the back of a truck going sixty. Thank God he he held on. Yes. Thank How God that, that go before y'all know. It wasn't that long. Okay. It, was, he, it didn't go that long. God <laughs> rest bears even soul. Even three seconds of that, that yeah. that's going to be seared in someone's <laughs> brain. Oh, dumb motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got. I got an Imagine image of like being all, the people actually behind the back yeah, seat going. Seeing this shit like, like, oh my God, pull over, please. <laughs> <laughs> we finally get to Oklahoma after ten hours and saving the dog's life and everything. <laughs> Stayed in a trailer for God. However long mm-hmm. we was gone, we <laughs> it was a while the first it time. It was a while. Yeah. It was a it was a while. We was just go- away from home. We didn't know what was left. Had no idea. And that's real stressful for a twelve year old. That shit's wild. And I found my first rattlesnake in that time. Uh, uh. <laughs> I I'll never forget the feeling of we had finally made it back to Houston after mm-hmm. however long. Um. And, uh, but we, we thought for sure Sabine Pass was gone. Yeah. You know? And so my mom was just like, well, we can't, you know, we can't just keep you out of school forever. So, and so she put me in this school in Clear Lake, which is like a, a, a suburb of Houston, I guess you could say. Uh, she put me in this school in Clear Lake and I'll never forget. It was like a 5A middle school. Huge. You were in upper class area. Huh? You were in the upper class area. Of that Houston. was just where. No, we just. Uh, uh, my brother like, lived in Clear Lake. Okay, so uh, it's like Clear Lake, Woodlands area. Right. Yeah. 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 Nice we area, just uh, ended up in a hotel yeah. over there, uh, and it was like five of us in one hotel. It wasn't nice at yeah. all. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, I never forget sitting at lunchtime, eating an apple and crying into the apple by yourself. Mm-hmm. Eat, by eat, myself. Surrounded by people, yeah, a mental break. Everywhere. You'll never forget it, man. I'll yeah. never forget that moment. Just sitting there eating that apple and just crying all over it, dude. And no one, not one person, noticed. Yes, ah, <laughs> I had that same exact experience. <laughs> I was invisible after Ike. 
evacuating Frye. Mm-hmm. That was Hurricane number two in the tenth grade. First yes. one was Rita. Yeah. I was putting up a toy airplane that my grandpa built, and I went, fuck. Because I just knew the last time we did all this, we came back and there was nothing there. Mm. Right? And it was yeah. like, we can't. We yeah. just built the house back. It was three years of living in a FEMA trailer. Yeah. When I say FEMA trailer, I mean like, you know, 32 foot long. Yeah. Yeah, I love when they yeah. just be throwing that FEMA name around. Yeah, I'll like, be like, yo, FEMA ain't shit. They wasn't. They wasn't. Them, I wasn't about a portable house oh here, Oh, my guys. God. <laughs> and Rita came right off the heels of Katrina. Yeah. As well. So yes. it was like two the, or three weeks apart. Right. So the nation, we didn't have, you know, that was three 50-year storm. That was two 50-year storms. Wilma into Florida. In yeah. the cor- in the course of uh, not very long, not 50 years like it's supposed to be. So this whole global warming thing literally hits home. Yeah. <laughs> that was a bar. It hits home. That shit was crazy. Them hurricanes back. be hitting home. I think we came back maybe two or three weeks before they allowed people back to the actual city. Yeah. It was like a freaking ghost town. This That was the most ominous feeling when there's no lights, no nothing. Nothing. That's the other th- like it, it's, There's so much that I think a person wouldn't consider when I say a hurricane is going to hit. The amount of damage the that gets for the done. First time, like it, it's, and there's nobody in your neighborhood. No electricity. Not a person. Right. It's black. The, it's bad. It's yeah. bad. Destruction, everything's torn up, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Roll up the windows to be able to get some air going through the house. And even since we've been in L.A., we've just been in L.A. since 2017. You yeah. since 2018. Mm-hmm. Hurricane Harvey hit, and it was, I mean, this one was just as bad as any. I mean, this was, I think, the worst of flooding ever got. Yeah. It's Harvey. I don't know. I might be wrong. No, nah, that was the uh, worst they've ever had. In Port Arthur. Yeah. In Port Arthur, right. Yeah, not Sabine Pass, yeah. Uh in Port or Arthur. Dallas. Yeah, any yeah. any of the co- anything that's on the beach. Yeah. yeah. Let's 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 I just want to say that cuz I, I know some places in Louisiana that's been knocked out like six times now. Yeah. In the last 20 years, six times nothing there. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you another little story. Cameron. My, uh, my uncle, my uncle Bubba, I have an uncle Bubba. He uh <laughs> the water started coming into his house. And this is another thing about Harvey is a lot of people didn't leave because they like it was, it's it's at the point now where people go, oh, a hurricane's going to hit. All right. We'll ride it out. Yes. I'm not worried about it. A lot of people just don't yeah. because there's been so many now that it's you know, people honest, are used to it. They've got generators, sandbags. Mm-hmm. They got stuff that, you know, prepared for it. But that can go the wrong way. It can. And with Harvey, a lot of people, I guess, underestimated the storm. And a weird thing with that storm is that it hit twice. It wasn't just a bunch of people. It was also the mayor underestimated it. Right. Uh, yeah. A lot of people stayed. underestimated yeah. it. So I, cause I was still there at that time when all that happened. Right. Yeah. And I remember waking up, water underneath my bed. Yeah, I had to get, like, the kids out because um, I had also, like, my little godson and everything. So we got him on the back of a jet ski. Going out to another you place. Imagine, I mean, it's, 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 I like mean, this it's, is ridiculous. It was insane. <laughs> had to put the baby on a jet ski for God's sake. This is in America. Having boats up and down the streets, like it, it's, it was way underestimated. It doesn't make any sense. Like, <laughs> My uncle told me a story. He went into his, the water started coming up in his house, mm-hmm. so he went out into the garage, got in his Ram, his truck. For either Californians, that's a truck. <laughs> Something y'all don't see very often. Yeah, not in L.A. The rest of California, I'm sure, but not in L.A. Anyway, he got in his truck mm-hmm. and uh, put the garage door up, and he said the water just came, of course, just came rushing in. And I bet he regretted pressing that button. I bet he regret. Yeah. He definitely regretted because he sat in that truck for hours before somebody got All right, to time him. Time to go. <laughs> yeah, he sat in there for hours. 
just yeah. sat in water, couldn't go anywhere. Yeah, fuck, a lot yeah. of people just sat in water. It's crazy. Yeah, it was just stuck. It's crazy. So yes, hurricanes are uh, as much a part of, I guess, our uh, story as anything else is. Yeah, you know, it took three days for that water to go down. Yeah, the best. I think the best like analogy for this is imagine if in twenty twenty three something just like COVID happens again. Yeah, right. up like a you're locked down for a year again. Yeah. And we, you might right, you might right. get quite nihilistic the second time around because it's it's like you're very much so right. You go, just, yeah. yeah I remember it, when yeah. I cried, it was more like looking at the universe, going, well, "Are you serious? Yeah. Right? Are you fucking serious?" Because right. it was I lost. Yeah, I've lost you everything lo- twice. Yeah, back to back. I'm a kid. Right, <laughs> and it's, I am a child. And bro, it's the first I don't time. Deserve this. It's the first time you realize for me that most adults are st- are also full of shit. Yeah, yeah, they don't know how to approach this any better yeah, than exactly. any better than I scared. did at twelve. Yeah. Right, they were, they were all scared. scared. They, yeah, they had more material possessions than I did. So I remember coming back with my grandparents and like roses that died. Yeah, or they weren't there. Whatever the case may be, my grandpa's truck was in a tree. I just remember the response to that is like a lot of this stuff. You had it for thirty or forty years. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. oh my god, that's the that's the that's the Jeep I bought. Bought Shane, bought yeah. my son back in high school. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. very difficult. Yeah, you got to remember also. This, this, it's not replaceable. These are small towns. Like, Insurance doesn't cover memories. A no. lot of these people have exactly. These people have been there for generation people. after generation. You know, um, uh, they yeah. pass down land, homes. Lands, like it's our, just our where we're from. from almost then. feels cut out of a different generation. Mm-hmm. Even still, you know, and so. It's not as simple as like people go, oh well, why do you go back if hurricanes keep hitting? It's like because that's where it's home. Everything is, yeah, right. It's not just your worldly possessions, mm-hmm. but your mom's worldly possessions yes. and your grandmother's your worldly family's possessions. Lineage is in that city. It's it, all it, there. It's, it's all hard there. to remove yourself from it. it yeah, uh, you know, legacy means a lot to. Um, even people in small towns. I feel mm-hmm. like it might even mean more to them definitely, than it, does, definitely means more, yeah, than yeah. it does to people in big cities. Because there's you're, definitely, a, you know, you have to represent your family in a in a, in a a certain way mm-hmm. when you're from a small town. Because that's a standard you that are, comes with it. Mm-hmm. My mother always used to tell me, and I still operate with this in, in the back of my mind, it is, you know, uh, don't embarrass us. Yeah. That's what she would say. Don't embarrass us. Yeah. Us, the ones that raised you, mm-hmm. you're a reflection of us. So act right. Yep. Carry yourself that way. And I still, that's still in the back of my head. Now, some people might go, that's horrible. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, that's, you know. That's... Well, in a small town, you have to do it because mm-hmm. everyone knows you. Yeah. That's, so, the, that's the truth. So Everybody if you, if you, if you go rogue mm-hmm. <laughs> and have what's called um, – People in metropolitan life don't hear this expression much that I'm about to use. She went wild. Okay? I've heard that expression a million times. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's right, but I know what it's implying. Yeah. Oh, my daughter lost her virginity, and she did it a few times around the town, and I know the guys she slept with. Right? In cities, you don't know the names of the guys they slept with. Vice versa. Oh, my son, you know, I don't know. He was doing drugs, and he was hanging out with uh, Dr. Doc Cooner's son, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know... You know these families, you know their background, you know their lineage, mm-hmm. you know their legacy. And if you don't think their legacy is worth your legacy, your family will take a superiority complex to that family. Yeah. I don't think this is right. I'm not subscribing to not tribalism. Totally. 
Not totally. There's part of it that's right. There's a piece mm-hmm. of it that I fuck with. Heavy. But I've also seen, I've also seen though situations where the ego thing gets so bad that everyone doesn't know what to do. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever wondered why the whole areas, like no one can save it because we're all like screaming different stuff at each other, mm-hmm. passionately, and we not only scream different stuff at each other, we know each other's opinions because we grew up together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there's nothing you're gonna say or do that's gonna change my mind, vice versa, and no. then it stays like that. The rollover isn't high enough to save it from calamities. And hurricanes are just the type of calamity that small communities do great in surviving. But the adaptation after the survival, it doesn't happen. Because it, it's, you're not, you move there, you move to a small city, you move to the life of comfort, comfortability in terms of knowing your surroundings. So that radical drops in the bucket changes can't happen Mm -hmm. uh people Mm -hmm. when the country was founded everyone lived in the 13 colonies Mm -hmm. but people that really got tired of all the you know new cycles every week and something else to be upset about they moved to small towns so they can get away from that Mm -hmm. i feel like uh (laughs) somehow we've all been wrapped up into that right yeah yeah Yeah. like that the the storyline thing is is on your phone yeah. And so most of the things are taking place in major cities, yeah. but even in a small town, you feel completely connected to right. these, yeah. these protests or whatever it might be. Yeah. It's really strange. I'd argue that it feels like the whole world has gotten smaller in a weird, in a weird way because yeah. of uh, the types of content we deal with now. You're in everybody's fucking house now. Agreed. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody. This is why when everybody, people, <laughs> everybody. This is why when people see dolphins these days, they start crying because they're like, "Oh my god!" Like the nature disconnect thing that happens. Yeah, yeah. like the world feels small until you go out into it again. Yeah, right. Then you're like, "Oh my god, this is yeah. fucking crazy!" Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know this even existed. This is an alien <laughs> world out there. Yeah, yeah. it's the truth. Well, listen. All right. Um. Here's my topic. I was gonna wonder where you were going with this. Here's my topic. What you got? I want to talk about the NBA. Mm. All right. What's going on in the NBA? First of all, I think a lot of these niggas are suckers. <laughs> That's how you going to start this off? Yes. All right. Absolutely. All right. It's just the way I feel. Mostly. So who's the suckers in the group? I mean, I don't want to say any names. Come on. I know you got somebody. Look, real recognize real, mm. okay? Yeah, give us analogies. We'll know. Listen, we got a smart audience. We'll yeah. know, we'll know okay, what you're talking about. I watched about. the All-Star yeah. draft not too long ago. First of all, mm. I don't like the draft in the first place. I wish it was just west, east, coast, or not coast. Yeah, west conference, eastern conference. It just makes more sense that way. I don't know why they they were trying. To, see, this is when when you try to be too cute with shit. Oh, we're gonna have them pick teams like on a blacktop because mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. No. no, all they do is exactly what happens on the blacktop. They pick yeah. their homeboys. Yep, yep. I don't want to watch that. <laughs> I don't either. I also think maybe you should let new people pick. They've done it six years in a row in LeBron and LeBron James. LeBron guys <laughs> <always> <laughs> Every be on the time. Other like it, it's, I don't, even know, on, what, son. I don't I mean, even know what other players think, to be, tell you the truth. No. Wouldn't it be more interesting to see players that otherwise don't want to vote vote? Yeah. Because yeah. then they're put in a position like Jimmy Butler. I'd love oh. to watch Jimmy Butler or Kawhi Leonard pick a team. <laughs> oh. Because they're sociopaths to some degree, yes. so you they're going to make decisions that make sense basketball wise. They're going to make decisions to win the game, yes. right? Instead of picking their fucking homeboys mm-hmm. or the person they want to groom to be their homeboy. Yes, that's a real right. thing too. Mm-hmm. So LeBron picks Giannis first, probably. Mm. You know, not 
Probably strategic. It's the thing I'll give LeBron James. He's certainly strategic, right? Always okay. good. Uh, Kawhi Leonard uh, didn't get picked uh, second or third, so the whole rest of the list is null and void in my opinion. That's how I feel. And KD's <laughs> not playing. Right. That too. And KD's not playing, and he was allowed. This whole thing, it's the, the whole league. I'm really quite sick of it. I'm having trouble watching it at, at this point because I can't stand 90% of the teams or players, I can't stand the way it's being officiated. I can't stand. I went, half I'm with of you the on coaches. some of this. Yes, mm-hmm. I mean the officiating. Uh, uh, it's bad. Fucking uh, who was that? Uh, got Don- ejected. The Donovan other- Mitchell. This Donovan, is getting fucking ridiculous. Donovan is what he said. Mitchell. You know how wow. sweet that that the guy is guy a sweetheart of a man. <laughs> yeah. He couldn't be nicer. This is getting it. fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Wow. I don't. I forget who it was that called and one and got it got ejected. He called and one. He said and, and one. Montrez Rell. Yes, Montrez. Montrez. Yeah. He called and one and got booted from the game. Wow. The way it's being officiated is making me sick. Again, the narrative spinning is making me sick. What happened? I, I, I just this is why Kawhi Leonard appeals to me, and I think people with my sensibilities and values. And I'm going to be honest. I think a person's favorite basketball player says a lot about I, their values and sensibilities. It certainly does if they pay attention mm. to the sport. That is true. Casual, it, it casual, casual people, that you know, just popularity. Not, like, not so much. If yeah. you, if you're a casual watcher of the game mm-hmm. and just know the big, big names, the big names. That's it. You know, LeBron and Durant and Giannis, Kawhi. That's probably your list. Dame, yeah. Steph. That's it, right? But for the hard, for the for the hardcore fans, I'll, I'll use the term. Tristan hardcore Thompson, fans. man, have some respect. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's a good little player. Yeah. <laughs> I got a feeling he might have like slipped into casual circles. He probably has at this point. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's being, probably right. Yeah. He's an he's like a top hundred and sixty player in the league. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if, go ahead. Sorry, I just had to point that out to the hardcore <laughs> fans. Though, you know, it, like I'm sorry, but if you tell me that you're a fan, I, you can respect what James Harden can do mm-hmm. and what he has done and what he does do with the ball. With the ball, yes. But he hasn't won goddamn anything. Yes. Ever. Should the Houston Rockets retire his jersey? No. No. Absolutely not. And put it what? Next to Hakeem's? No. (laughs) No. I might surprise you on this. Emphatic? No. No, 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 no. I don't think... I'll come across this table (laughs) on your ass. I don't think it's something they should do in the next few weeks. Mm -hmm. I want to... But... In the it, later years, you it, once once James is done playing basketball, <laughs> I would do it. Yeah, he just owns see, too many individual see. records there. <laughs> Yo, you all right over here? So you playing with me? <laughs> Listen, I think they retired T Mac, so I don't know how they cannot retire James okay. Harden. T Mac never won a playoff uh, game. Yeah, Looking I, for a blunt force object to use. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna use this right here. You don't you dare. They retired T-Max jersey. He was not very good either. Listen, <laughs> it's a low standard. That's like saying yeah, they should they pay Dak said. 45 because they paid Carson Wentz 40. Outside of Elijah Wan. Got his ass. What is... No, <laughs> got not, his no, ass. No, no, no. You got your own argument. <laughs> <laughs> got his ass. I, I think it's like Dallas. It's like Dirk. And who else in Dallas needs to the re- jersey retired? No one. Yeah. It's H- Hakeem, Elijah Wan, and, and no one... I agree with that, 
but they've already done it to some. So now James Harden. Well, there's always time to correct a mistake. They, they, <laughs> I'd, I'd be fine if they just take T-Mac jersey down. Okay, so, all right. Actually, you know what? I got a good question for yeah, you. Yeah, hey, hey. Not next to Akeem. You can't put him next to Akeem. Let me say no. this. Let me say this. No. I appreciate your honesty. No. Under this same logic, logic, I think I know your answer to this, and it's slightly off topic, but it's not completely off topic. You would say just because Dak Prescott is due to get his money does not mean they should pay him $45 million a year. No. That would be ridiculous. He just snapped his leg. Snapped his leg. And he wasn't that good to begin with. And that would be uh, more money than what's-his-face is making. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Per year. Now, let me to clarify. Dak is very good. He's not $45 million a year good. No. Because outside of maybe Patrick Mahomes, nobody's $45 million a year good. No, it that has not worked one time. Point me, Show me an example where one player made $40 million and the team won the championship that year. Eventually, it's going to happen if they keep paying everybody. I guess well, that's Pat, the idea. Well, Patrick Mahomes is is going to be probably the exception to that. Or I mean, he already right. is, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, but outside of him, it's been fucking he, Tom. He hasn't won, hey, year after year after year. Actually, he isn't the exception. He wasn't making that kind of money when he won. No, his that, first that, championship. that that's what I'm saying. That's yeah, the point yeah. I was trying to make. Okay, was yeah. was Tom. Is is the example of the truth that I'm saying exists, yes. which is you pay a guy, you know, twenty twenty five, and then invest the rest of the money into the rest of the team, but so let's, you can have a good team. But let's hmm. be honest: how many Tom Brady mindset guys are there in the league? One. Okay, <laughs> and I'm with you. His name's Tom Brady. That's it. I don't. I don't even think these conversations are necessary for Brady. Yeah. I really think more more than likely, based on he called his coaches two days after the Super Bowl and said, okay, um, I'm going to start training again. I'll send you some tape. Uh, What do you want me to work on? Mm -hmm. Two days after the Super Bowl at, what, 43 years old? Yeah. Yeah. Basketball, Jordan Jordan. was the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Kobe was the same way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was. Um, LeBron, to a large degree, is the same way. To a large degree. There's still that 25%, in my view. That's missing there. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. he still can't make free throws very well. LeBron, okay, so back <laughs> to the original, the all-star festivities. I just, you know, as a whole, I'm, I'm not very interested. Uh-huh. I, feel like I'm, I feel like I'm being a dick. I don't want to be a dick, guys, but I, I just, I haven't had much interest in the three-point contest pretty much ever. No. Outside it's of always again, been the slam dunk contest. It's, it's always been a slam dunk to. contest, yeah. and I've lost interest in the slam dunk contest After because I can see years, cooler like dunks it's... on YouTube from that white guy. Yeah. That Jordan Kilgore guy. You know the one? You know what? I used to love the damn and that one. Motherfucker. The and one. one contest. I used to love that way Crazy. more than the slam dunk contest. So, Anything they did on the All-Star Week. So I kind of lost interest in the dunk contest. Yeah. And then what happened last year, I, f- I finally watched it last year. Oh, you saw and that. And the voting was... Ridiculous. Should have never had D-Wade on that dog on voting. The voting was ridiculous. Jesus. And the All-Star game itself last year was very special, I felt like, because Kobe's passing mm-hmm. uh, and the whole thing was dedicated to right. him. Yeah. yeah, that's not going to happen again. Before no. that, I hadn't watched an All-Star game all the way through in years because I've lost interest because it's like, it's like the regular season MVP award to me. It's just some – it's festivities is the- what it is. But it, this isn't – this isn't for the killers. Yeah. I want to see them guys. I want to see them NBA finals guys. 
Yeah, that's true. The NBA's moved so far from the Killers, though. That, and that's my overall point that I'm making, is the Killers have slowly but surely gone away. I got a theory that it's course correction for Michael Jordan is what this is. Mm-hmm. The league started off with so much of, you just show me clips of Larry Bird, basically. Hey, man. Not giving a fuck. You don't know. <laughs> Larry Bird, one of the realest niggas to ever do it. Okay, this man played a whole game and shot left-handed the whole game. Just to make a point. <laughs> Just because someone questioned his ability with his left hand. Can probably. you imagine trying to just trying to play a game of 21 on a blacktop uh, with your left hand? Horrible. Let alone an NBA game. Yeah. And by and the way, guys, their we're not talking about <laughs> if, in, you know, there is going to people there is people that don't know who Larry Bird is. In terms of his game. Yes. You're not talking about layups with your left hand. No. no. You're talking about crazy acrobatic three-point shots back in the 70s and 80s, back when it wasn't even fashionable. When that wasn't a shot. thing, right? Yeah. You heard that commentator go, oh, he had to make that two a little bit harder by shooting from way out there, and he wasn't even as far as a three-point line is now. <laughs> right. So that back then wasn't like, go lay it up. Yeah. Because why would you shoot from back there? That's stupid. And Larry Bird is the first ever 50-40-90 player. Twice. Did it twice, and he did it the year the three-point shot was invented. That's crazy. The year they put it in, he shot 40% from back there. And won the championship that year. Come on, man. That's important. Larry Bird was different. And and that other thing that they were saying where he would tell the guy, everybody said the same thing. Larry Bird would tell me where he was going to go. He would tell me the move he was going to make, and he would – Go there, make that move, and hit it in my eyeball. And he did it multiple times in a row. And he kept telling me he was going to do it. Yeah. And I tried to stop him, and Can't I couldn't. <laughs> Larry Legend, man. Larry, Larry shit-talking was cracking me up, though. He'd say things like, I'm coming into this game. I've ate a lot of hot dogs yeah. today. <laughs> oh, I'm going to hot dog my ass right you know, through yours. Oh, Larry Bird, he's got so, that weird southern ass. So, actually, what you're talking about this there's actually another story I forgot I never ever actually never told y'all to about. So Kyrie Irving, though you don't like him already, but No. Not a fan. He made a comment on the idea of changing the logo uh, yes, to I Kobe. Saw this. I saw this. I'm so torn on this. You know how I'm much not hundred percent sure if I would go just Kobe or is there anybody else you would think? Well, to the change logo. the logo, Well, too. listen, if they're not going to change it to Kobe, it's Mike. I don't right. know. That's right. what, That's I, was what I was about to say. Jordan's the only other option that you could go with. But and I don't Mike's know already you... said, I think, last year after Kobe yeah. died. Yeah. I think he already kind of put it out he, there yeah. like, if it isn't going to be Jerry West, let it be Kobe. Because yeah. I'm not in. I'm really not interested. In that, he doesn't yeah. really like fame, I don't no. think. Mike, Mike no, he's removed no, himself he, from it at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, he's got more money than God, so he's just <laughs> chilling, you know. I think he didn't like it when he played. I think he liked. Seen, I think he liked being celebrated when he was on the court. Right. Yes, not yeah. when he's like at the press conferences. Matter yeah. of fact, he created the square mentality to some degree. Wear the suit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't say any more that would hurt your money. You yeah, know, right, so right. all you know, Republicans wear sneakers too. Yeah, right? it's yeah. definitely only <laughs> it's definitely only post career that we found out. I guess how much of a maniac he was. He definitely had the kind of good old boy uh, persona, mm-hmm. especially early in his career. Um, he was really kind of a country dude in the NBA to yeah, some degree. Yeah. Well, he, he was. He is a country dude. I know, but no one yeah. thinks about it that way. Right. Yeah. Jordan is synonymous with like all things pop culture. Manhattan, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, people yeah. balling in the backyard yeah. on, in Brooklyn. Yeah. 
they're wearing Jordans. If you don't yeah, believe me, go brand. check it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but le, uh, the logo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is that your? That's just your. That's your stand. Your stance. Uh, Kobe or Jordan? Yeah. Kobe to- or West? Why? Okay. Why change it at all? Could, the only reason you change it is because of I, in my view, would be a um, honoring. It wouldn't just be honoring Kobe. There's going to be the league needs something to course correct itself back to mm-hmm. popular culture. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, Jerry West. Um, I don't think he said before that he wants it changed, and that might be weighing heavily on my opinion here. Yeah. So the reason for Kyrie's comments is the fact that he wanted to depict the culture of the actual league. <sighs> That logo is so goddamn iconic. It's like it's, I don't, I don't know. It's just, it's that's just the logo, yeah. you know. Like, I don't, I don't know what, because like, like younger generations don't exactly equate it to Jerry West anymore. No, they, they, they don't. equate it to the logo. They yeah. equate it to the logo. That's right, the it's, thing. It's even right? more like, pure than that. Like honestly, they don't, yeah. you don't, they don't need to know that. it's yeah. Jerry West. You don't see Jerry West. Exactly. I didn't see Jerry West. I didn't know what, what who that was mm-hmm. right. coming up. I didn't find out till way later it was an actual his silhouette. Yeah. Um but that that's what I'm saying is it's not even about Jerry West at this point. Mm-hmm. Only the hardcore fans even know that that's Jerry West. Yes. If I showed to a casual basketball fan no. and said, "Who is this?" they would they wouldn't know. They would have no idea. True. So that's why. That's what I mean by it's that iconic. Yeah. You know, it's it's just the logo. So I don't know. I guess to honor Kobe, if, if it's that's for the, the culture, you, you turn you turn it to Bill Russell, right? To yes. further if it's based on if it's based on the idea. if if yeah. Kyrie Irving's. If we took his words literally, that's mm-hmm. that would be the idea, right? To represent yeah. basketball was invented in Boston. That's mm-hmm. important, by the way. It was invented in Boston, Bill Russell and the game. first pro basketball team was the Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. The first championship won was by the Boston Celtics, yes. and Bill Russell was on that team, yes. and he was the first, you know, prominent African American yeah, to play time, basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and he went through it, and he was he went, incredible yeah. in more ways than one. Um, How you elevate Kobe over Bill Russell would have to be a recency bias. Yes, yeah. And, and, and listen, I'm I'm okay. Like, I I think no one would protest if they changed it. No. Right. No. And nobody's that's the thing. Nobody is bigger Kobe fans than us. Yes, right? yeah, right. I, I worship like, at the church of Kobe Bryant. This is fucked up, but I almost wish Kyrie wasn't the messenger on this subject. That's the because he's got too. a lot of opinions on stuff exactly. that that's that just, actually contradict what he just said. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Uh, I say that only because I, I I could go through a whole list of quotes of, of changes he wants to make that wouldn't be congruent. I've seen him talk about, you know, politics being, you know, done in some sort of way backdoor. Like, I don't want to tell people what I'm doing particularly, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. There's a, there's an inconsistency there. Yeah. Now, I don't think he's wrong. I just think Kyrie is uh, a man of many moods. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I know that might be a little harsh, but yeah. I do think. He's I don't know how you can. I don't know how. For it. Unless you're going to turn this into some sort of like unwinnable argument, I don't know how you can argue that Kyrie, um, he might change his opinion on this in three weeks. You don't know. That's yeah. true. I actually said the exact same thing when I first heard this story. Mm. Was I wish Kyrie wouldn't have said that. Yeah. I wish somebody else. If had LeBron said that. James was saying it, if it would have been had had said it. It might have actually fucked around. Happened. Yeah. Happened. yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been a bigger statement. This for brings sure. me back to my original point, though. These niggas are suckers. <laughs> right. I would just be afraid if you did it based on culture, it would turn into this silly debate about 
who's bigger for the community, LeBron yes, or Kobe, you know, who did more for people and who cares? Like, I know that's yeah. not the way that real fans see it. and good that's people. Thing. I'm going to say the word okay. good people because yeah. good people don't like to turn. You know, you shouldn't have to tear someone down to lift another person. Exactly. Yeah. However, Kyrie being the messenger also being a semi-enemy of LeBron James, suggesting Kobe. I just know how the media works. Brian Windhorst and these guys are going to be on ESPN the next day. And just because they make more money to bring up mm-hmm. the subject, should it be Kobe or should it be LeBron? Should what? it be LeBron or should that, it be yeah. Bill Russell? And yeah. then we turn if, into this like black yeah. men against black men thing. Exactly. Yeah. Which is another re- where I'm kind of like, I'm fine just leaving it, guys, actually. Like, I don't, I don't think we need to get into all even. this Yeah. Uh, if it were to become Kobe, what silhouette do you use? Mm. I think what SB, moment? The, you know the shot like this where he's falling out and it's the game winner, bad shot from the corner? Um, I've, seen someone, I've seen someone put the silhouette together and you'll, you'll know the shot. Yeah. It looks like almost every one of Kobe's like last second. Yeah, I don't have any space. Away, yeah. that leg out. The best bad shot taker and maker of all yeah. time. Yeah, that dude. That. Lord Jesus. If it's Jordan, it has to be the jump from the free throw line. Jump man. It has to be that. Yeah. See, what? but that brings into... If it's I LeBron, wonder, it has to be the block, I feel yeah. like. If if it's Jordan, can you use the jump man? Is that not owned by Nike? Ah, that is a good thing. Couldn't you technically change it to where, like... I, I say this because I'm like on YouTube, this is the way it works. Small adjustments. Yes, exactly. So, say jump man's here on the emblem. Mm-hmm. You just move him slightly to the left a little bit, closer to the basket, lower to the ground. Mm, you, yeah. Maybe he's actually jumping from the free throw line in this picture. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know if it's his... Might be a way around it. Right. Yeah. But, you know, they pr- Nike at the same time, Kawhi wanted to get his hand back. And, and it was his own personal right, hand. And they yeah. were like, no. And he's right, like... That's <laughs> what I'm saying. They'd they yeah. be tripping about these logos. <laughs> they be tripping. Rightfully so. Uh, we're talking, uh, that's right. a billion dollar... It is. Multi-billion right. dollar... It is. You uh, lose it and you've lost a brand. The All-Star Draft ends with Paul George being drafted to LeBron James' team. By, mm-hmm. by forcement, basically. <laughs> yes. LeBron didn't draft him. There was no one left on he the board. He was the last kid on the court. Of the second-tier guys. Not, I think there was other-tier people, but they were like reserves. Yeah. So that and doesn't... Now, now, now listen. Damn. This is what I'm telling you, man. I don't give a... I don't care what none of these dudes say about all this kumbaya shit. Mm-hmm. This professional sports shit. This is blood sport, okay? There is certainly a hierarchy of... And it's very obvious... It's very obvious who the alpha dude on the court is and who's not. Right. It's incredibly clear. It's obvious when an alpha stands across from a bigger alpha. When Kevin Garnett ran into Tim Duncan, it looked different. <laughs> right. Thank you for using that Kevin analogy. Kevin <laughs> Garnett said, I stopped talking shit to Tim because I'd be <laughs> trying to piss him off. And then I look up at the scoreboard, and he got 38, 20, and 12. And I went, when did he get 38 points? I've been talking shit to him this whole time. Just off the glass, off the glass, off the glass. (laughs) Paying me no attention. (laughs) Right? Anyway, LeBron James Mm -hmm. is, of course, I'd say an alpha type of dude. I hate even using that term because it gets – I feel like it's been – co-opted by like yes. uh, meatheads and idiots like shut the fuck it's been it's if been you, synonymous with toxic masculinity right if right? you got yes. and it, here's the other thing is if you got to call yourself an alpha male you're not one no, yeah, no it's understood yeah. and got to be explained no 
You just don't. That ain't it, how that works. If someone mm-hmm. doesn't get it, you just don't talk to that person right. anymore. That's, That's how yeah. that works. And now you get it, motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, LeBron James is an alpha type of dude, mm-hmm. but he's very selective. He's very selective. He knows who to and who not to mess with. Mm-hmm. He has never gotten in Kawhi's face, for example. Right? Never it's never happened. Right, and go find it. It hasn't happened. He's gotten no. in Steph's face. He's 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 like the over the shoulder, like little nigga. What what the fuck was that in the playoff in the finals? Mm-hmm. Right, several times actually. Yeah, that's that's not that's not just like that's that's warfare, is what's happening in that interaction. Mm-hmm. LeBron James is trying to assert dominance over this other person. He's trying to demean him. He wants to demoralize him, so he can then beat him. In this game, he doesn't have anything personal against him, but he knows he can do it to Steph because Steph's, you know, Steph's tiny. Yeah, it's Steph, poker, Steph, man. Steph's light skin. <laughs> He's calling the dude's bluff. He's, He's going right at him. He's got a beautiful family. His wife is great. His kid is hilarious. This is Steph. He wouldn't hurt a fly. Yeah. So I'm going to go right after him. Yes. <laughs> Kawhi, no. Nah. Paul George. <laughs> You can't go at PG like that. What are you there talking about, man? There is a reason why people keep going at him. He's an there alpha. There is a reason. Yeah. Because he's not that. <laughs> he's not even a beta. What, what's the next letter in the Greek alphabet? Fuck boy. <laughs> Fuck boy bucket That's what it rolls into. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I mean, it's so, again, it, this is so incredibly obvious that it makes me sick that nobody's bringing this up about Paul George. It's like people, the guys around the league, they legit have... They have lost respect for him. Yes. You know what it is, Ty? Y'all telling me I need to respect this guy. His his peers don't respect him. Paul George seems like, in most settings, a nice guy. Yes. I feel like he he's someone you would otherwise want to succeed. Right. Mm-hmm. If he wasn't that way, because we've seen other cunty players... That's the word. Yeah. 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 <laughs> every time. Uh, yeah. Every Johnny time. Menzel, right? Yeah. You know, right. If Johnny Menzel came off like Paul George, he might still be in the NFL. Right. True. Right. This is, but Paul George, and this is the thing, and I think this has done more damage to his reputation than his play because everybody's fucked up, right? LeBron had an all-time bad collapse in the NBA Finals, the mm-hmm. year where no one picked Dallas. I didn't even pick Dallas. All right. I yeah. thought there was no chance. 39-year-old Jason Kidd. 48-year-old Dirk. Dirk. <laughs> Dirk was 47. And they obliterated Miami, yeah. if we're They ran him off the floor. LeBron them. James fell apart. Yep. So it happens. So I, I don't think that's why people have lost respect for him. I think it has been his handling of these said L's he keeps taking. He was trying to use me like J.J. Reddit. <laughs> his comments in regards to Doc. His comments in regards to the officiating uh-huh. a few weeks ago. Blaming the refs. It might actually be the ref's fault, but you cannot go into a press conference. And more importantly, you cannot allow yourself to have that as an excuse for losing a game. You can't You can't win that way. I agree. Mike never went into a press conference after a playoff game or any game and mm-hmm. went, man, these refs are really holding me back. No, he dropped 40 steel. Yep. Do you think Paul George... Is a sucker. <laughs> who do you think approaches him in the locker room and who lets it go? Someone has to let it go because they're trying to make the team. Kawhi's letting it go. Yeah. Reggie Jackson defends him. Montrez mm-hmm. didn't like him. Yeah. 
And apparently, according to Doc, there was other people that in stood in the boat. shadows, but they were like, you know what, this guy, this guy's acting like he's already landed his vessel right, on man. foreign soil, and he right. never made his his voyage. Right. Yeah. So what the fuck's he talking about? He right. never won a championship. Nope. Right. In fact, he's collapsed every year, pretty much. Yeah. And he's never been out of the second round. No. No. He had it right there, right there for the taking against against the Nuggets last year. They were up three to one. And by the way, two of the games they lost, they were up by over 15 points in the fourth quarter. Yes. Yeah. That's not pointing out, that's not pointed out enough. They did the same thing Portland pulled against uh well, Portland just got their asses whipped, but when they got swept mm-hmm. by Stephen Clay without KD, mm-hmm. they were up by 18 in like mm-hmm. three of those games going into the fourth. Yeah. Just, and Stephen Clay just looked across the court and said they're going to fold. Yeah. yeah. And that Again, just highlighting my point that that is what is going on on these courts, especially on the football field, though. It's so obvious. It's you got so one chance, and they look like, oh, my God, I'm blowing it, I'm blowing it. Blood <laughs> This is modern-day gladiatorial combat is what we're watching out here, man. Significantly less violent, thank uh-huh. God, with the same kind of interactions going on. And there's a reason people keep going at Paul George's neck. There's a reason Devin Booker called him a yes. s- <laughs> Say, you a bitch-ass Nick. You know how you, you – I don't think Devin Booker would say that to me, and I'm five Devin six. Booker is a black Justin Bieber, okay? Yeah. You can't – That is if, very good. If you get yeah. stole by Justin Bieber, you yeah. should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, I'm sorry, you should. man. Talk, Jesus Christ, man. I know this is like a super toxic masculine thing, but, but that's kind of what I'm talking oh, about. Yeah. That's well in sports. If, if, in sports, if you're not toxically masculine, you yeah. won't win. You're going exactly. to get. You're, you're going to get eaten alive. You're going to get no. eaten. You're going to get eaten by somebody like Michael somebody. Jordan. There's going to be a guy like Michael Jordan who's going to come along and destroy. and he don't give a fuck about none of that shit you talking about. Nope. Listen, Tom Brady loves his wife. Mm-hmm. He probably doesn't even like the word bitch, but he called Matthews a bitch. <laughs> I actually said something far more flagrant than that as well. He probably did. So, bitch. <laughs> talking to me. Your way next and then time. after it was over, he's like, I don't want my wife to hear this. So exactly. I'm, apolog- I'm apologizing to you now. off the record. Because <laughs> yeah. we're maniacs. You know what I was telling you. Mm-hmm. They I was telling you, you yeah. was a bitch. Nah, <laughs> they yeah, won't you get not tell nobody. All right? Don't be snitching out here. Or else you's a bitch <laughs> is what it is. I'm Tom Brady. But that's what sports is, bro. Yeah. It is 100%. psychological warfare mm-hmm. meets muscles. Yeah. 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 And there's Where's an that? element of, and don't think it's just jock shit, because I think that's disrespectful when that's they say that. That's incredibly disrespectful. The intellect, the uh, the the will to win, mm-hmm. it's almost poetic. Yeah. It really is poetic. and It isn't almost. It's, it's modern day gladiators, or it's the best simulation we have of, like, agreed upon war. Yeah. yeah. Right? Right. If we were in some little village 3,000 years ago, we might be the kids that run to the top of the roof to watch some battle in the fields. Yeah. yeah. You don't have that viewpoint yeah. anymore. But football, no. and it turns into that. I've been at football games, and it turns into... Absolutely. And I feel like the NBA is, uh, to be honest, guys, I feel like it's losing that. It's losing It's losing. It's, it's lost its edge. It's lost its aggression. Mm-hmm. It's lost its, like... I don't been know that that, that, that thing that Mike brought. Yeah, where he was like, "No, I have to win, or right. I will. I I have no choice but to win." Do you think it could just be a consequence of 
our uh, culture getting softer. Our culture, like them trying to assim- yeah. assimilate, yes. let's say, pop pop stars or something. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. This is the world I want to date into. These are the ways I want to brand myself. Yeah. Drake, mm-hmm. I want you to come sit on the sideline and yeah. represent me. If you do that, though, you have to walk down a lot of your positions because yep. you've immediately aligned yourself with, you know, for better or for worse, you've aligned yourself with a set of ideas more or less. Yeah. Like LeBron James can't, even if LeBron James didn't like Hillary Clinton, mm-hmm. LeBron James is not allowed at this point in time to say that. Yeah. And yeah. if you don't believe me, you'd call him crazy or he was drunk or drugged if yeah. he did do it. Yeah. If he did. It's like I, I could res- I respect that. I have to. I don't have a choice but to respect that. But on the court, right? No, no, no. I just meant like it does come into that. Right. It seems to follow its way into that. It's like that's the thing I like about battle rap. It's like as soon as the battle's over. It's not that. (laughs) Every time at the end of the battle, the battle, not every time. Sometimes they be wanting to fight. (laughs) But most of the time, they hug. Yeah. Big bro hug. Oh, man, that was great. You know, shot. Oh, that one thing you said was crazy. After this dude then just stood across from you and told you how he going to have your mama suck his dick six times, then three more. Yeah. I'm going to keep talking about your mom and shit, bro. And your baby mama. Because it's crazy how your goofy looking ass got a mom <laughs> fine as shit, though. First you get the dick fast, then she get the dick slow. <laughs> then I'm going to switch strokes. Wham! Till a rib broke. Bars, nigga. You know how you scare somebody with, that has that insult? You know how I would scare them? I wouldn't phase me a bit. I want you to know that you can go for the low blow. Going at my mom's an easy. That's mm-hmm. a pair on the. It's just hanging there, yeah, man. Yeah. Go ahead and knock it out the park. Yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna get you. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm gonna find something else out that no one else knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and see, but That's even juicy. even if somebody finds out some that the other guy doesn't mm-hmm. know and he uses it in a battle well. It's applauded by the opponent. It's understood. It's it's got that, right. that element that I'm talking about. Yeah, you knew it's what like, I was saying before I went there. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, in the ring, they call it in the ring. That's how they refer to it themselves. In the ring, I'm trying to knock your head off your fucking shoulders, and that's how I'm going to carry myself. And if you do, they take it as an insult when the opponent is not well prepared. Yeah, they right. take it as an insult when the opponent is not aggressive, or if they have a bad performance that. The battle rapper them, will feel yeah. like that reflects badly on me. Mm-hmm. So no, you got to come. You got to come correct every time because that's what your opponent expects. That's the thing that I don't feel like the NBA has anymore. Jordan and Kobe took to each other be- purely because uh, Jordan was busting Kobe's ass that first game, and Kobe was right back in his grill piece on the next play, saying "Fuck you, I'm not going nowhere." Yeah, yeah, this is and this Jordan before the game was over was giving mm-hmm. him advice. He took they took to each other immediately, right? Because he seen that that it was understood. It don't got to be explained, right? It's understood. Yeah. We killers. Yeah. This is yeah. what we do. This is a this segues not segues, but it reminds me of a quote. A quote. Mm. Elon twi- tweeted the other day. 52 weeks a day, 16 hours a day, 7 days a week and people say it's lucky. And then he put something underneath it like you know, basically, fuck off. Yeah. yeah. Right? I don't need... Hard work. Like, if you don't like me, it's fine. I got yeah. enough people... I have enough people in my shares. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, my company's growing. It's yeah. going to grow with or without you. And if you think it's just luck, like, okay, well, you aren't... You're not smart. Yeah. yeah. You really can't see the forest through the trees. Exactly. And that's why I think that it's wrong to associate sports with that sort of... It has that sort of business-esque thing to it. 
People on Wall Street are sharks. People in the sports world. Bill Belichick is as big a shark as you're going to find. Bill yeah, Belichick will, is like James Bond. He will cut you off before you're completely ready to go out. Can you imagine that dude would have, you know, gone the route he probably should have went was the military. He should have been a general. If he yes. would have been a general. He would have. That dude would have been a, a bad monster. motherfucker, man. man. <laughs> Can you imagine Bill Belichick as a general in the army? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Or some leadership position. No, I, I think that would be the right place to be, though. Yeah. Uh, the ability to He'd just be... every day wake up with hard decisions that mm-hmm. no one's going to like you for. He does that already. Yeah. Right. Tom Brady, like, listen, he handled that incorrectly, but everyone yeah. also admires the fact that he finally went, goodbye, Tom. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't have time to play your TB12 shit. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm going to go bankrupt for the next couple of years, but, but I have to. I have to do this sooner yeah. rather than later. Yeah. I personally think you still bring him back if you don't have anybody better. Yeah. And ego is obviously a factor. Bill Belichick is still human. Right. He's not immune right. to right. silly, petty games. But for the most part, outside of Tom Brady, he always got his way. And his way was Ty Law, go before you can, right? Dion Branch. You can go to Seattle. I don't want you anymore because, well, you're 31. Well, still have a lot of football left to play. But, yeah, but you want a five-year contract. I'm not giving that to you. Mm-hmm. Randy Moss, you want to come play for us? Here's two years nothing. Prove that you're still that dude. Mm-hmm. He goes out there and breaks world, rec- world records with Tom Brady. Yeah. But then when Moss wants more money, he goes, Brady looked across the room and went, that's how it works here. Yeah. That's the most criminal. Well, if you want to win, you know. Uh, was it criminal when the Texans, and I'm talking about the actual, when Texas fought Mexico, was it criminal that they actually snuck into Santa Ana's tent and, and stole him out, and they basically had a shortcut for the entire war? Now, you could say that's criminal, but they saved a lot of time and bloodshed by doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I don't know. It's just, it's, but that's the same yeah. thing. Bill Belichick would have been that dude that said, we're not fighting them tomorrow. Mm-mm. I know where they're at. Just go sneak in there. We know these lands better than them. Yeah, Go get his ass, and I'll put a, a, a bullet to his heart, and we'll see if he doesn't negotiate anymore. Yeah, yeah. That's how he runs his football team. That's how, That's how Mike team. runs stuff. Yeah. What did he say to his team? You know, we're going to bring our A game today. No, you bring A game, right? You show up and act. You show up and look like you should be on the court mm-hmm. with everyone else. I'll take you the rest of the way. Yeah. Trigger shit. Shit, man. That 25% of the king. Uh-huh. That's the part that, that's the part I worry's not there. If Larry Bird's brain was in LeBron James' Jesus body. Christ. I mean, my God. Mm. He'd won, he'd be like 7 and 10 in the final. He'd have yes. 12 championships. Yes. <laughs> he'd have 12. <laughs> Could he shoot like Bird? If LeBron, if you gave LeBron, LeBron Bird's jump shot. I feel over, like man. even if I just gave LeBron Larry Bird's um, don't give a fuck mentality, his I'm gonna say this might sound crazy on the surface, his confidence, mm. because Larry Bird was was again like the balls it takes to tell your opponent what you're about to do and then do it and do that all the time. Yeah, right. That takes a certain level of confidence. He would try. I don't know. It's the trash talk as well. Like everybody who played against Larry Bird says it wasn't Gary Payton. It wasn't, you know, Charles Barkley. It wasn't Mm -hmm. Jordan, Kobe, 
The person who talked the biggest shit ever was Larry Bird. Mm. He talked heavy. He got pissed off if he had a white guy guarding him. Yeah. <laughs> he was mad. He asked, he asked Charles Barkley, he said, man, I feel y'all like like y'all being disrespectful. <laughs> this is my <laughs> top five. Like my game, On me, like... Charles Barkley told this story. Yeah. He said, uh, yeah, Larry was, you know, in the middle of the game, he was like mumbling under his breath. And I went, well, yeah, you saying, Larry? I don't know. I just feel like y'all being disrespectful, to be honest. <laughs> disrespectful? What you mean, being disrespectful? He's like, well, y'all got this white boy guarding me, huh? This is one of my top five now all-time quotes. It really is, bro. That's so great. And he said it. Multiple people told that story. Like, that was a regular thing he would say. If he Mm -hmm. had a white guy guarding him, he would look at the rest of the team and be like, yo, what the fuck? This is incredibly disrespectful. I'm better than this. (laughs) And that's hilarious, right? Like, like if LeBron, I think it, it, maybe not confidence, maybe the aggression. Because LeBron plays aggressively sometimes. If he played mean, like yes. Larry, Larry played mean. That's right. He was, that, he was, it's not aggression. It's it's if if he was more sinister. Yeah, that's really what we're going. Vicious. Yeah, yeah, a little yeah. bit more. You know, malevolent. Yeah. Yes. Right. Because Michael was, I think Mike, Mike and Mike Tyson, Michael Jordan, and Mike Tyson had two things in common. They didn't just want to beat you. They wanted to give you their best, which meant it might put you in a coma psychologically or, mm-hmm. in the case of Mike Tyson, literally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, LeBron's not that guy. No. Right. And maybe it's for the best that he isn't that guy. No. Disagree. <laughs> LeBron's brand is just as big as anyone's because yeah. he's not that guy. Yeah. I don't, yeah. So you – look, look, look. I just feel like if he played meaner – he could still have his all the same stuff off the court if he just played. Because people fuck with LeBron. Like, yeah. when LeBron just sends somebody shit off the backboard at a, a at a bazillion miles an hour, mm-hmm. we all love it. Why? Because it's it's so dot when he dunks on somebody viciously. He's a freak though. He's a freak athlete. Yeah. So use it. <laughs> I agree all the time. No logo threes, LeBron. You're, yes. you're 260 pounds. I understand it's probably very – it probably becomes a lot on your joints getting it to the basket does. all the time. Right. But – He's trying to pass. He's trying to beat uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. A little more meanness, man. Yeah. Stink face LeBron, that over the shoulder, like, little motherfucker. That LeBron. Yeah. I mean – I uh, want to see the scientist, LeBron. Mm. Bring me the LeBron that works on his free throws – that works on his fadeaway, that works on his, his, his no such, footwork. There's no such man. I but argue. that would be what you're talking To me, I would. he'd be the goat if he did that. Yeah. But there is no such man. The emperor has no clothes. If I required it of LeBron, that's not his nature to be that person. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Jordan's the greatest player ever, yep. and uh, Kobe's the second greatest. Player. Maybe yes. I mean, did I say and anything unfair the, there? No, I don't think so. No, I feel like a lot of people. Uh, Some people think if he was just with Greg Popovich, and I've been one of those people that flirts with this idea, it would have radically changed his game. Yeah, mm. I don't know if that's exactly how human nature works. I'm no. starting to think now that I was being a little simplistic. He would have been better by playing with Pop, but does he ever become, you know? The guy that fixes all his weaknesses throughout the course of his career. You know, Jordan, by the end 
of his second three-peat, Jordan was a perfect player. As yep. close to a perfect that player one, as you can get. Yep, yep, yep. Kobe as well. LeBron, yep. top five all-time great. Want to be clear. Yeah. LeBron's a great dude. Right. You know, but, uh, I don't know. but the... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I but the ESPN that. debates can be numbing sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I have him in my top five. I feel bad about it. He just won a championship. I feel bad about this. But all this Larry Bird shit I've been watching, this guy really <laughs> fucking good, man. So Talk is this going to be one of our BVU ideas? Like brain versus universes anytime it seems like you can't win this debate, but mm-hmm. you believe it nonetheless? Yeah. LeBron isn't as great as people think he is? Is yeah. that a BVU yeah. idea? Yeah. That's yeah. brain versus yeah. the the wider culture, yeah. right? It's against the grain, right? Yeah, yeah. some yeah. rebel shit. I like mm-hmm. it. I like it. I fuck yeah. with that shit. So outside of that, what's your other topic, Cole? You know, man, I, I my topic is kind of like uh, distilled into time, so I'm going to respectfully just stick to what we got going on here. All right. Yeah. Deal. Yeah. yeah. We're an hour and eleven minutes in. Yeah. You know, my I, I kept thinking, how could I reduce my topic? I'd rather. I'd rather put some stuff together than talk about it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's fair enough. I'm not mad at that at all. So, what we came to in the end, I feel bad for the kids. Feel bad for the kids, thing. and LeBron uh, is not as great as a lot of people think he is. Yes, and the NBA needs to get away from this fucking idea. All this sucker of this shit, man. I'm picking I'm your sick teams of it. for the All Star games. I'm sick of the sucker shit. <laughs> It is. It is funny Suck though. Suck shit as far as the eye can find, see. We should find segments of people that are still performing the same way. Like uh, the internet doesn't let things die, mm-hmm. so only fans accounts will stick to you forever. Forever. Yeah, never get like if that. you're known for a couple of years for making your money on OnlyFans, all your friends know you did that. Yes, it's okay. It's fine. Yeah, but you can't run. But away at the from same it. time, it is a like new it thing didn't that exist. didn't exist. Just yeah, maybe nine months ago. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, Fuck, you know, go bust some nuts. Or v- vice versa. Yeah. yeah, I'm just my kids, man. That's it. The kids. Yeah, you're just, <laughs> the kids. just, 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 just before you, said, you go, before some nuts in this set. Before kids, you, yeah. before you do like, uh, if you think I'm just picking on you, you know, it's like what was the the Dolphins coach snorting a line of cocaine? Right. Yeah. If he could take that back, right, he would not stop. Like, listen, he, <laughs> you could still have the only fan account. You could still do lines of coke. I don't recommend it, and I'd actually say don't do it, but <laughs> to each their own. But just don't don't get yourself in a position where you have money and security, Yes, and then you have something that can be leaked out that could hurt that. Exactly. That's yeah. stupid. Yeah. yeah. Right? 100%. Yeah. That's it. Man. You have to be a nobody that lives with your parents. That's what you got to do. When you have nothing to lose, then you can do things that have nothing to lose involved yeah. in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? You can get addicted to drugs when you got nothing to lose, but when you got kids... Live in the cocaine mansion. Just have fun. Don't video it. Yes. <laughs> That's the main thing. Like. All right, folks. Uh, last point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I finally scored on NBA Top Shot. I finally got my first pack. I'm actually getting into this. Mm. I'm excited about it. I think it's just going to be fun to kind of collect them because I like the way they do the drops. Yeah. You have to get in line and they'll sell like 60,000 packs, but it'll be like 300,000 people all rush the line all right on the dot yeah so it's kind of a gamble to even get a pack and then of course you can sell resale and another reason i'm going to stick with this because i just feel like this is a good omen a good sign my very first card was a rare Kawhi leonard card it's a good card man mm. i think even if it is worth some money i'm probably just going to keep it yeah no no, no just because i just i i, I kind of could see myself actually collecting like my favorite players like i would want to have uh their 
they're good cards, you know. Right. I wonder hmm. if they'll ever do like a legends um Probably. pack. It's all It'd current players. That were. would be really cool. Yeah. But anyway, now, this, this is something I'm going to be in. Get, I'm, I'm getting into. So you're I'm, a connoisseur now, man, of of collecting cards and digital cards. Yeah, digital yeah. So this cards. is something that's not affiliated with the NBA, correct? No, it is. Oh, it is. It is. 100%. Yeah, it's run by them. Yeah, oh, I don't know if they're like outsourcing it to another company yeah. that's handling. I'm the, sure the actual. Uh, that that's got to be what's. Ha- I don't know if the company pitched them on this idea. I'm not sure, but yeah, it's Smart uh, move. the NBA is doing and. They've got to be making. I think I saw the number was like, uh, this has only been going on for a few months now, and like I think the number was like twenty million dollars uh, mm, nice. in sales already Shit. just in a few months. Yeah, between that was factoring in just the initial sales of the cards and the resales, mm-hmm. because they do the resales themselves. Yeah, uh, uh, through their marketplace, which controls for the serial numbers, like the the system, mm-hmm. so to speak understands the rarity of the card. Right. So it kind of sells it at a proper price and you can adjust it if you want to go higher or lower. But And this is all digital based, right? It's all digital. Yeah. Man. Which is an it's interesting thing. Like yeah. me and Cole were talking about this once again. The money is not backed by anything solid anymore. Mm-hmm. And this is another case of that, right? I We're mean, uncharted territory here, guys. Right, we don't 20, know what this means, really, yeah, in the grand how, scheme of things. Right. How much 20, commission they're getting for the sales. $20 like, million dollars has changed hands yeah. via this website, right? Crazy. And none of it is physical money. Yeah, right. It's, and it's being what's being purchased is a digital product. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not... I'm not getting a card. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's... I feel like a healthy... Healthy, let's keep that as an open question mark. That has to be. This is going to be mm-hmm. a brain versus universe. One day. It's certainly in that realm. Say, like, you yeah. know. We're going to come to a, maybe a conclusion on this idea. Could be we'll 20, see. 30, 40 years from now. Yeah. yeah. But this is one that we're probably going to be talking about for a long time. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Makes me think that real cards are going to be even more valuable. Because oh, they don't print yeah. them anymore. Exactly. You know, I had a, a huge collection of football cards as well that I, I got from my uncle. I used to have a I, bunch of baseball I, cards. I have no idea where they are. Yeah. No idea. I got some Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Too. I know someone that used to have a Babe Ruth card. <laughs> oh, Damn. shit. Yeah. Like a, a good condition Babe Ruth card. Yeah. Wow. Damn. I don't even know what it'd be worth, but I guarantee you it's it's north of 50000 Yeah. Damn, yeah. Man. One of those uh, LeBron cards, went, digital cards on Top Shot went for uh, two hundred. Yeah, yeah. Two hundred thousand dollars for a digital card. Crazy. All right. Shit, man. All right, folks. Gems dropped. We out. All right. See you guys later, man. Peace. Later, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 <laughs>